0: attention please stop walking while i'm squawking all
1: aboard hi everybody
0: hello 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 that was a very slow version of it this week i guess we're
1: and melodic it was nice
0: it's friday it's friday it's what we're doing okay hey uh hello everybody welcome to another week of gen d generation disney where Dana and I sit here and talk about all things, for the most part, Disneyland, but since uh, I moved out here to the East Coast, Disney World's creeping in, and guess what? Today is all about the most magical place on Earth.
1: Adam, did you see I'm wearing my new Disney World sweatshirt in your honor?
0: I love this like retro line. I do, too. Like When we go in a couple months, it's going to be, I'm worried, because the retro line is really good.
1: I know. This one's so cute. It's really comfortable. It's like a thin sweatshirt and it says Walt Disney World in the old retro 70s style. And then it has the castle with all the colors of the rainbow coming up to the words. So. Big, big fan of this one.
0: Well, you've seen my, like, you know that hot pink – I think you – yeah, I've shown you this. The hot pink universal – retro universal hat.
1: Yes. By the way, love all retro is in at universal. And I need to buy some of it because it's really cool. But it's that old school super 90s um, logo on everything. Neon everything. They've got a cute (laughs) – They've got a cute like crop shirt that's black with the neon coloring. And I'm like, I need, I need this. I tried to buy it the other day, but they only had it in like 2XL. So next time.
0: Patience. Patience, Young Grasshopper. Well, look, um, as we've talked about a few times, uh, Dana and her family went down to the mothership. They were at Disney World a few weeks ago, so we thought this week we would dive into Dana's wonderful family vacation to the Walt Disney World Resort.
1: Yay! This has been highly anticipated in my mind and my heart. I have so much to share, and I figured... This is a good time. I know a lot of people are looking to go in the spring and summer. So let me tell you what it was like in the wintertime and what maybe to expect, avoid, um, maybe gravitate towards. I do think, Adam, because we ate at so many restaurants, maybe we should not talk about dining for this episode and we'll do a whole different episode about dining.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. So uh, why don't we then kind of start it off from the beginning? I know you were texting when you were at the airport in L.A. about to board a flight, and I have no idea how you managed a red eye with everybody. (sighs) And we're on your feet by the time you got to Orlando.
1: Red Eye from LA to Orlando, one out of 10. Do not recommend. This was not my choice, by the way. They canceled our original flight and the only option was a Red Eye. But we did a Red Eye Friday night. Got in at 6 a.m. Orlando time, 3 a.m. LA time. So we were a hurting bunch overall. Like it was still <laughs> super early. We were watching the sunrise In Orlando, which is kind of nuts. Um, The flight was fine for what it was. My daughter slept the whole time. She was tired but did sleep. I did not. Um, It was just like I kind of did that half snoozing, you know, wake up every 10 minutes when your head bobs forward kind of napping. Uh, But we got to the airport and I think everybody knows that they have done away with the Magical Express at Disney World, which is a total bummer. We're all disappointed about this, most notably because, I mean, it was free, free transportation from the airport to your hotel, and they used to have a bag check so they could take your bags to your hotel without you having to go pick them up off the carousel and lug them to the bus. That is the piece I miss the most, oddly enough. So we ended up using Mir's Transportation, which is the same motor coach company that used to do Magical Express, and they had the same exact buses. And everything went fine. It was like around 40 bucks uh, round trip. So it wasn't a terrible price. However, what I neglected to realize is that when you're picking up your bags, there's like two terminals at Orlando. There's terminal A and terminal B. Our luggage came out of terminal A and we had to go pick it up and then lug it all the way up two flights of stairs, across the airport, and back down oh, no. to the transportation floor to floor B, where Mirrors operates out of. So, if you're traveling with a kid and you've got a stroller and a bajillion suitcases like we did, you are going to struggle for that little duration. So, so just be
0: prepared. So let's talk about this a little bit because I'm curious. Like, we've watched some videos of people arriving at Mirrors. Like, we loved always taking the Magic Express. To the parks, but we would always Uber back to the airport because they make you get there so early when you take the Magical Express back to the airport. Right. It was like you would be sitting at Orlando's airport for two and a half hours waiting for your flight. So we'd always just Uber back. But it was such the best way to kick off the vacation because you would like I scan know. your Magic Band and it was all themed and they were cast members there and like everything was done well. We've watched these YouTube videos of this mirrors thing. It's like a stripped-down, poor version of what the Magical Express used to be. Like, the, that excitement of, oh, we just landed. Like, you would put your magic band on in the airport on your way out because you're like, yes, we are. We're here. We're going to scan our bands in there at the Magical Express and, like, head on off on our vacation and watch those, you know, old Disney videos on the bus and the park videos where they're yeah. like, here's, learn about Fast FastPass and learn about this. And this... Like, I don't know what your experience was like, but watching some YouTube videos of people who have used mirrors, yes, the interior of the bus is the same. The loading area and the line area is exactly the same as it was for the Magical Express. Yep. Just all the branding's gone. Like, it's not magical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So the 6 a.m. departure from the airport that we just rode in one of those uh, church van shuttle buses, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't like the actual proper motor coach. And that was just like any old shuttle system. It was not spectacular, but it was fine. Going back, returning, we did ride in the motor coach and they do have videos playing. But this instead of it being the Disney, we're sorry to see you go, but come back next time. This is now just Fun facts about Orlando, Florida, like, playing on yeah. loop. So that's kind of all you see. There was a cute video about Give Kids the World, which is sweet, but it was just kind of wah, wah. Yeah, I will say I this wasn't open when we when we went. If you are looking to do a motor coach system, you can do mirrors. It's priced fine, decently, but there have been a lot of hiccups. I hear the one to do is Sunshine Flyer. It is the same kind of motor coach, but it's designed to look like an industrial train. And I hear that they do a little bit more pomp and circumstance for you when you get on. Everybody says they're priced about the same as mirrors. So try Sunshine Flyers. It wasn't open when we went. Otherwise, I would have booked that one.
0: Yeah, I just think it's such a shame like the luggage thing aside because we always had a nightmare ever getting our luggage eventually when we got to the resort it would take them so long. But like just the I think it just loses a touch of that like excitement when you landed at the airport um and you knew you were your vacation was starting right then. Like it was like, no, I scanned that magic band in and I have to stop worrying about anything because my luggage is taken care of. We're here, we're the cast members at the airport. And we're off on our vacation. So I think it's
1: 100. You know, I'm actually 100%. curious
0: why Disney didn't decide to just do it as an add on and keep the brand. There must be licensing fees and all that other stuff that mirrors had because mirrors operated this for Disney. Yep, but then the
1: contract with Disney.
0: Yeah, it's I don't understand it. But I mean, I guess the payoff is the train is coming from the airport to Disney World soon eventually one day soon
1: in like three years from now so you still have to figure it out if you're going in anytime soon um or do a car service yeah i think there's a lot of good car services and if you have the money to spend that might be the better route so you don't have to lug your luggage across the entire terminal um so we got to our hotel we stayed at the animal kingdom lodge jumbo house which By the way, we showed up at 7 a.m. and knew absolutely our room was not going to be ready, but the Jumbo (laughs) House has the most stunning lobby, so we were okay with just sitting and enjoying and kind of napping on their couches and chairs and such. I cannot say enough good things about the Animal Kingdom Lodge. It is still my absolute favorite deluxe resort on property. It gets kind of a bad reputation for its lack of decent transportation that's only the bus system, but it makes up in spades for its beauty and all of the animals that are just kind of at every element of the the hotel and then just the lobby stunning the food they've got incredible dining there the pool is awesome just it's all great so highly highly recommend animal kingdom lodge
0: so when you got there how soon until they made your room available because most we know these Disney properties they're like nope you're not getting your text about your room number until 4 p.m or later most days so Were they quick? We got... Did you luck out? We
1: got in at noon. We got in at noon. It still felt like an eternity because we got there so early and we knew that we were going to get there early and we were all tired. Um, But we got in at noon. We had a specialty room. So we had a value DVC room. I didn't book DVC points. You can book a DVC room outside of the Disney Vacation Club program. And I ended up getting a really great deal on a value room, meaning that this is a slightly smaller version of a regular studio DVC room. So they sell them at a value price. Um, And it overlooked the pool, which was really great. So we got in around noon and I went up and told them our situation. They were really understanding and said the second they will have that room available, they will get us in. But checkout is at 11 So they got us in as fast as I think they could turn the room over.
0: It's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So what was the room like? Kind of give us the like uh, descriptive room tour, the audio room tour. Use big descriptive words. Big, big. Colors. I want colors. Shapes. Texture. Colors.
1: Colors are going to be brown because it's Animal <laughs> Kingdom Watch. Brown and tan and uh any any various tones in that. Um, the room that we booked, like I said, was this DVC value room. Um, a DVC room always has a bed and like some sort of pull out couch setup instead of two queen beds. But the room could have accommodated two queen beds. So when you walk in, our room had a little kitchenette, a sink, a mini fridge, a microwave, which was crucial for us to have. We, we like to warm up coffees and milks in the morning so my daughter can have her hot milk and then you've got the bathroom on the opposite side of the mini kitchenette. And the bathroom was pretty standard. I feel like it could go for an upgrade. It had two sinks, a separate water closet and a shower combo, which was kind of nice. And then you went into the main part of the room. It started with a couch in the front and a couple of little movable stools that made a coffee table. And then we would pull that out for my daughter to sleep on at night. And then a queen-size bed, a small table and chairs in the corner, a big armoire dresser, kind of fancy-looking thing with a TV on it. And then my personal favorite, the balcony at this hotel. So like I said, we had a pool view. The thing everybody wants here is a Savannah view, and I'm here to tell you you don't need it. You don't need the Savannah view to still have an incredible time at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and pay like half the price. Yeah. So we had a pool view. We got to watch everybody playing at the pool. We technically, I counted it as a Savannah view because we could see flamingos from our room. Um, <laughs> but it was just a stunning, stunning view. And then everywhere throughout the Animal Kingdom Lodge, they have these great trails that you can walk on and see the animals up close, closer than you could from your balcony if you had a savannah view so we didn't feel like we were missing out on not having that savannah view i have stayed at this hotel with a savannah view before so i know the difference and i would say in my opinion save your money and go with a standard or a pool view and just enjoy the animals around the grounds
0: so a couple things there i think for us Especially with having a kid and you don't want to fork out the money for a suite or separate bedrooms or anything like that. The balcony is clutch because there are more times like Noah will go to sleep and we will go sit on the balcony and have a drink and talk and be out there without disturbing the baby, which is clutch in my mind. We
1: did that. We did that every single eve not every single evening but a couple of the evenings after Ray went to sleep cuz she goes to bed far earlier than we do and in the mornings I drink my coffee out there I had my breakfast out there I think it's important to note that only deluxe resorts have balconies or patios if you stay at a value or a moderate those are usually have outdoor entry into the rooms like think a motel right. entry So you're not going to get that environment. So if a balcony is important to you and you want to do what Adam and I are describing of being able to sit and have coffee or a glass of wine or something at night, go with a deluxe resort.
0: So the other thing I think to mention, too, is that they all have pack and plays, especially and I think the DVC rooms come with them in the room. They're usually in a closet somewhere. And then if you're in a non DVC room, just call downstairs and they'll send one up for you. Which is so good because we've traveled with our pack and play and I'm sure you've done that in your past. Like those things Mm. are a nightmare to travel with.
1: Well, and we still travel with our stroller, even though she's, you know, five years old. We like it for being able to push around the parks. Our hotel room had a big closet. It did have a pack and play already you know, pushed back in there. It also had an ironing board and an iron and a robe. Uh, But we just shoved our stroller inside the closet every night so we could get it out of the way. So the rooms, the DVC rooms do have a fair amount of space. Again, you don't have to be a DVC member to stay in a DVC room. Just know that the older the hotel, the better the value you're going to get. If you're trying to go to, say, the Riviera Resort, which is the brand (laughs) new DVC. We've done that. You can still stay there, but you're going to be paying upwards to like eight hundred dollars a night. I want to be completely transparent with you guys. The value that I spent at um, at Animal Kingdom Lodge it was three twenty four a night. So you can get wow. those good discounts at some of these places if you're just not asking for the fancy room scene. And three twenty four that's how much I would have paid at a moderate resort. So to me, it was a no brainer. Go for the upgrade. Don't you're not going to have the Savannah view, but you're still going to have the incredible experience at that
0: hotel. Well, I know we are excited to stay there because, on your advice, we ended up booking there when we were looking. And I think the other thing to flag to people like, stuff is selling out. Like, we're not going for like two months. And I just looked the other day because I was bored and I was like, oh, there's nothing left right now. Like, so book, book, book way in advance. Like, stuff is going fast. It's just crowded and I think you said it was very crowded the entire time you were down at the parks.
1: Yeah, that incredible rate I just told you about, I got that about 10 or 11 months before our trip. So I booked almost a year in advance because I saw the deal and I took the deal. Yep. Um but just know that if you're thinking, "Hey, I might want to go in like 3 months from now," there's going to be slim pickings for hotel rooms. Yeah,
0: it's really it's nuts because one thing we talked about doing is we we toyed with the cabins at the campsites oh, at yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and that's the cabins look part really of cool. Lodge. Yeah, the they cabins. Do. I want to stay really in them. Fun. So they look so um, cute. Yeah, the campsites at Fort Wilderness, right? Isn't that what they are? I think.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: then they have their cabins, and they have like those treehouse cabins over there too, and those things, and they look really fun. But those are booked up all the time. So again, like I think it's that you have to just start booking super early. I mean, even we booked. Alani when we went to Hawaii we booked that 11 months in advance to get wow. the rate we got yeah. and just to be able to get a room cuz they they just sell out people make people are planning people are planning people be so- planning all right. So enough about the hotel. Let's actually talk about what we want to hear about the parks,
1: the parks. Well, I want to start off by saying we went at the very tail end of January and early February. We were there for a week. We got a five day park hopper. We did the Genie Plus. I have a lot of thoughts on Genie Plus. That I'll get to in a second. But I want you guys to know that we chose that time because it's the quote off season season. That was not the case during this trip. It was extremely crowded, way more crowded than average for that time in its entire history. So I have firm belief that there is no such thing as an off-season anymore at Disney World. We talked about this a bit, Adam. But just know if you're going, it's probably going to be crowded really anytime.
0: Yeah, there is. People vacation year-round. Like, that's all there Mm -hmm. is to it. It's not (laughs) like... I was I was looking at those like um, Disney World crowd calendars that are online, and like oh, yeah. they say, like when we're going is supposed to be light crowds, but semi-moderate because there's like some big cheerleading competition going on, which also might be why all the hotels are booked up while we're down there because of this cheerleading competition thing. But I don't think those crowd calendars are too accurate anymore. I think it's just busy all the time.
1: Yep. Yeah, I don't think they are.
0: Okay, so where did you do what we do? Like it is no matter what our schedule and what dining reservations we get when we go and all that. We have to go to the Magic Kingdom on our first day and make it our first park every time we go down there.
1: That's what we did. We are the same. We are same, same, Adam. We went to Magic Kingdom first. It was freezing cold. I've never experienced 35-degree weather in Orlando, Whoa, Florida.
0: 35?
1: 35 degrees when we started our first morning at the Magic Kingdom. I've never felt that cold in Orlando.
0: <laughs> That's like what it is in New York right now. It's 35 here.
1: Yeah, it was miserable i was like is the world broken this is not right this is not right it was a cold snap from new york that came down and hit florida for like yeah it was probably when it was like
0: 10 degrees here
1: yeah it was bad i was so cold it was just for one day but it kind of set the mood none of us were in a great mood to be honest that first morning because we were just really cold and we were bundled up but we aren't californians we're not used to this so it was okay I know, I know. <laughs> um, we got the Nutella waffle, the famed Nutella waffle with Ooh. the berries on top. Oh, it was so, so good. Cannot recommend that enough. Like, make sure you put an order in early though, because they stop serving those at 10 30. And so if you want it, I would book this mobile on Mobily, is that a word? Um Mobley? I would book it, I think it is now. Your, it is now. Mobily. Um Put your order in like at seven or eight in the morning for like a 10 o'clock time, which is what we did.
0: Is that from that spot where they do my favorite chicken and waffles?
1: Yes. It's the Sleepy Hollow.
0: Yes. Whatever oh, it's sleepy hollow. Chicken and waffles. So good. Favorite lunch at Magic Kingdom. So good. Okay. So you had Yummy Nutella waffles.
1: I mean, you tell waffles. We rode a few rides over at Fantasyland. I was shocked at how crowded it was, so that took me a few minutes to like digest that information. <laughs> uh Ray immediately rode the carousel f- because it's Ray and she has to ride a carousel. That was her first ride. Uh she did It's a Small World as her second ride. She thought It's a Small World was pretty great. I was very disappointed. I forgot how lackluster that ride is compared yeah, to the one Yeah, it's we not the here. Disneyland one. Not at it's, all. It's that
0: it's, and Pirates are just wah-wah at Disney World. Totally. Compared to We didn't Disney even do Lands. Pirates. There's no point. It's the exact same thing, yeah. but half as long. They cut out all the good stuff in the beginning. Anyway, so you're saying it was crowded. So did you take advantage of Genie Plus?
1: Yes, sir, we did. And I cannot recommend this enough do Genie Plus. It's 15 bucks a person. Um, We did not rope drop a single park on this trip. Instead, I used Genie Plus exactly at 7 a.m. If you remember the virtual queue shenanigans that we all dealt with a year ago, they're kind of back in the sense of Genie Plus. So I would get on that app every morning right before 7. I'd select the park we were going to that morning. I'd do the refresh Until it hit exactly 7 o'clock. And then I would pick the like top dog ride that I knew was going to go out quickly. For Magic Kingdom, the two that are the most popular are Jungle Cruise and Peter Pan's Flight. So we got Jungle Cruise right away. Not even
0: Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. Space Mountain was a fancy
1: ride. Yes. Uh, As Molly from All calls it, (laughs) a fancy ride. But it's a lightning lead. So that was a paid a la carte, at least while we were there. It was, but now now it's not. Yeah, they've changed the rules. But when we were there, we couldn't write it if we unless we wanted to pay more or wait and we didn't. So we did Jungle Cruise right away and then we got another lightning lane for It's a Small World and then the Tomorrowland Speedway and the Teacups. We kind of stuck with Fantasyland most of that morning and got those all out of the way in the first couple of hours. I think that's the best way to do those. Just as a refresher. After you've done one Genie Plus, you can't get another one until you have gone through the line, like checked in and gone through the line. And then the app will allow you to pick another one. But you can't pick the same ride you've already done. You only get that one time out of the day. So we couldn't pick It's a Small World seven times over is my,
0: you know. Is the other trick if it's been two hours since you booked it too?
1: Yeah. So let's say you've selected one of those rides that is really popular and your window to return to that ride isn't until like 4 p.m. You've picked Peter Pan. It says return at 4 p.m. That's the earliest we can give you. And you're like, well, I have so many hours. I don't want to waste this. You now have to wait uh, almost two hours. I think it's 150 or 180 minutes until the app will allow you to pick a new one. So Just be cognizant of that. If you get one of those, you might have to go wait in some lines at the very beginning of your day. It just depends on when you get in the parks. One thing I really liked about Genie Plus that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is that if you do have a park hopper, you can go to your first park of the day, pick your rides, and let's say you want to take the monorail over to your second park and it's Epcot. You can go through the app and pick a ride in the afternoon to go do While you're still in the Magic Kingdom over at Epcot. So it's just toggling back and forth between the parks in the app.
0: Do you think that makes the park hopper more valuable?
1: In my opinion, it does. I think a park hopper is worth it there. I used to not think this – uh especially if you had little kids it's kind of like just stick with one park but i did enjoy being able to use genie plus Plus in other parks we used this specifically one time when we were in epcot and ray really wanted to go back to the magic kingdom and ride it's a small world i didn't force ryan to do this for the umpteenth time so i went on the app found that in an hour we could get a genie plus for that ride got on the monorail Went over there with just her and I, and we rode that ride and then got back on the monorail and met up with Ryan for dinner in Epcot. So I like that we were able to really. <laughs> how many?
0: The big question is how many beers in was Ryan by the time you got back to him after? Oh,
1: So many. He was having a grand old time. I left him at the beer stand in the American Pavilion where he comes back. I think he had two while we were gone. And he's like, I found a barrel aged fancy bourbon flavored beer and I'm so happy. Great. We've got reservations in Mexico. So let's go. Uh, But yeah, he is having a grand old time. Well, and
0: I think those two parks work so well with the monorail between Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. That you just go to the ticketing and Transportation Center, hop on the Epcot one, and you're off. Totally. Which, compared to the other parks, I feel like bouncing – I think Epcot Hollywood Studios are so easy to bounce back and forth from. Because you can even walk between the two if you want to or you can take the Skyliner.
1: You can take the Skyliner. The Skyliner is a great option as well from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. So, I feel like
0: Animal Kingdom's the rough one so far yeah. away from everything else.
1: Yeah, Animal Kingdom and just like the lodge. I kind of would say just do that for your day and then maybe like spend your afternoon at your hotel or Disney Springs, but that's a hard one to hop between. But you can also take a bus from the Animal Kingdom to any of the other three parks, too.
0: Yeah. And that's what So I was going to say. What we ended up deciding with our trip, because we were you and I were texting back and forth about our dining reservations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what we decided we were going to do, and we'll report back after this if this actually worked. But we are going to do Animal Kingdom on our second day. It's our favorite park. We're going to do it all day. And then we have a dining reservation for dinner at Epcot that night and go see Harmonious that night as well if noah can stick it out so we thought we'd go from animal kingdom leave late afternoon go to epcot go to dinner at like seven o'clock see harmonious and then go back to our hotel which i think that kind of park hopping is not bad
1: i don't think that's terrible i think you can especially because
0: animal kingdom closes at like six o'clock
1: it does yeah i do have some thoughts on harmonious and children
0: should we talk about that
1: Yeah, let's go right into Epcot. We had a wonderful Epcot day. We'll go to the end of the day with Harmonious. Harmonious is the new nighttime show. It replaced Illuminations. It's on the water, just like Illuminations, but they've got these big barges that um, project LED lights and water effects to tell the story of kind of culture with fun Disney songs. Oh, it's great. Loved it. Fireworks, everything. Ray couldn't handle it. Ray had a really hard Um, time. She watched the first five minutes and cried through the entire thing. She's five years old, and she's very sensitive with, like, loud noises and audio stuff. And unlike Disneyland, where it feels like maybe the speakers are a little bit further away, she can handle a fireworks show there. She could not handle Epcot's because there are so many speakers around the body of water. You can't really get away from it being incredibly noisy. So if you have a kid who you think wants to see the fireworks but has a lot of sensitivity towards loud noises, I would buy those headphones, those kind of Quieting headphones for children and toddlers before you go and get them familiar with that sensation. Uh, She couldn't handle it. Ryan had to quickly take her out of the park and it kind of scarred her, to be honest. Like the whole rest of the trip, she was Mm. talking about how that was too loud. I'm too scared. So just be aware of that. Um, We didn't try any of the other nighttime shows with her after that. I still stayed and watched it and loved it. And then the next night I had Ryan go back and watch it while Ray and I stuck back at the hotel.
0: But so aside from Ray's issues, did you think it was cool compared to the old one, which I'm completely blanking on what it was called? But
1: Illuminations.
0: Illuminations. Yeah. Did you think this was cool? And did you see, did you go watch the new Magic Kingdom show at all?
1: Two questions there. So I think harmonious is great. I miss illuminations just for the like nostalgic factor. But I thought Harmonious was fantastic. I think it is comparable to Illuminations. I saw it from Mexico. Ryan watched it from the American Pavilion because he had to go get that barrel-aged beer again. And he said the, that location was better because you could see the LED screens in a better space. Mm. So look where those screen you know screens are and you're going to have a better view versus Illuminations where there wasn't really a bad seat in the house. Um, the show is fantastic. They do a whole Coco number, which I loved. Um, It's great. Highly recommend it. I didn't get to see the nighttime fireworks show over at Magic Kingdom for the same reasons that Ray couldn't hack it. But back to Epcot. Epcot was fantastic. We had a great time. The Festival of the Arts was going on. Um, We ate at a couple of their food booths. I had the Encanto Empanada and the thing that I know you know I got that I was obsessed with, the cold fashion cold brew, which was a whiskey and coffee I am praying they
0: have this at Flower and Garden when we're there. Because sometimes they repeat things at the festivals. So maybe they'll have it. I don't know. It looked delicious.
1: It was so good. I think it's the (gasps) best cocktail I've ever had at Epcot. And I've had a lot of good cocktails there, but... This one was awesome. Um, we started our day off over at the Seas, the Nemo and Friends Seas area. And I forgot how interactive that space is. It's essentially an aquarium. Like, yeah. They've got manatees. They've got fish. They've got everything. You know, so. they
0: offer as experiences you can buy on. You can swim in those tanks. Yes. You can scuba dive. You can snorkel. You can have experiences up close with all those fish in those tanks. Like, how cool is that?
1: That is so cool. I love that. And I'm excited that they're bringing back a lot of those added experiences for people. So um, we did Turtle Talk with Crush, you know, just for our buddy Chris (laughs) Swindle. We had to go check out Turtle Talk. Um, What else did we do? Oh, Ray was obsessed with Spaceship Earth and living with the land. So I am Thrilled like I she's my daughter. can't
0: Wait to take Noah on spaceship Earth and not for like the Ride up but I am fascinated to See what his reaction is going to be after you get To the top and then you go backwards To go down and you're staring At those lights at the stars That they do like yes. I can't wait To see his what Because he's so in that like point of like He sees everything points at everything Looks at everything like Also we think he's going to be a future art dealer Because he just points at art like he w- and just stares at art and just points at <laughs> art. And I was like, we have a future art dealer. Um, so I can't I wait for that. Because Spaceship Earth is, I am so glad they've not closed it. And Judy Dench lives on. <laughs> and Judy Spaceship Dench Earth. lives
1: on. It's getting pretty rough. Okay, Adam, I have a very specific question about that ride. You know the scene when you go through like the 19, 1900s or 1920s and it's like you see the little boy with the newspaper doing extra, extra, yeah. read all about it. Do you remember where he is placed in that scene? Isn't he kind of up close? Like, you can see his face, and he's holding up the um, newspaper. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: when we wrote it this time, he's in the far back of that scene, and his face is facing the wall, so you can't see it. And he's holding up the newspaper to the wall. Isn't that weird?
0: Really? That's weird. Maybe he broke
1: I think he broke, and they just don't want you to see his, like, deformed face or something, his animatronic <laughs> deformed face. Because I remember he used to be right up by your vehicle as you went by. Yeah. And now he's way in the corner. So the ride is looking a little sad. I got to be honest. It's it's needing a rest-
0: retro scientist still there?
1: Oh, God, yes. Disco and by the way, I saw somebody on TikTok, there? the disco scientist, I saw somebody on TikTok got her as a leg tattoo. And I'm like, that might be the what? best tattoo I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She's incredible. She's got the afro and the yellow leggings.
0: Was Rome burning?
1: Not only was Rome burning, we got stuck in the spot where Rome is burning. And so I was thrilled for like three and a half minutes. I got to just smell Rome. We have the
0: candle. Does it smell like like Magic Candle Company? It smells like the Rome burning scent. That's awesome. Yeah. So we have that. Um, So, okay. Ray loved that one. Did you go do Frozen at Epcot?
1: We didn't do Frozen this time. Ray had no interest. She's done it before really? and and I didn't want to pay the Lightning Lane, the à la carte Lightning no, Lane fancy price. Rides. So we skipped it, but we did not skip Ratatouille. We did pay for that one since none of us had gone on it. This is the brand new ride in the France Pavilion themed to Ratatouille. What would you think? Oh my gosh. I loved it so much. I thought it was darling.
0: It's beautiful, isn't it?
1: it's beautiful and the music is just incredible if you've seen the movie you know but it just puts you in this very parisian twilighty mood and it's so lovely it's really cute i love remy i love the ending ray loved the ending when um spoiler alert but emile the 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 brother ends up taking a bite out of the food in Remy's hand, and Ray thought that was hilarious.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> it was so cute. It's like a combo of kind of quick and also melodic and sweet and slow. So yep. the pacing was great and is good for any age. It
0: feels like a dance. like And, and the way yes. that vehicles like are not on a track and they feel like... It's that that same like ride system like they have on Rise the trackless ride system and it just definitely feels like you're in a dance and like a waltz almost anyway it's beautiful I yep. loved it every time we did it in Paris I can't wait to do it in Florida and you know the one crummy thing with the timing of both our trips what we're gonna be there literally a month before they finally open Cosmic Rewind that I've caught. The Guardians I of the Galaxy know. ride. I cannot wait for that ride. I know. I said to Kurt, I was like, we're going to have to literally take a weekend trip to Orlando just to go to Epcot to do that.
1: Yeah, you will. It looks incredible. I've seen videos of it. Uh, and I can see the outside. They've done most of the outside work. Here's one more thing. I'm curious how it's going to look for you, Adam, and when I go back again in a few months from now. But there are so many stanchions when you first walk into the parks that they reroute you these bizarro ways. It's like you can't even recognize where you are. Everything is closed down in the front of the park. I'm talking about where the Epcot ball is, Spaceship Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's all under massive, massive construction.
0: I prefer entering the park through the International Gateway on the back whenever we can.
1: I'd recommend it. Yeah, do that. Like,
0: I even would like to, I even said, like, we should go have breakfast that morning at the Riviera or something, and then... Take the Skyliner from the Riviera to Epcot so we can just enter the park from that side.
1: Yeah, I think that's the way to go. We did get to watch the Epcot ball is all lit up right now and they are changing oh, yeah. the songs out. So we got to watch them do um, the Muppets Rainbow Connection and it was so darling so uh ray loved that if you got a kid who can't handle fireworks but you still want to have some sort of nighttime show go watch that they do it every i think 10 or 15 minutes up until the fireworks so once it's dusk they start playing the songs
0: isn't that something they do at every park with the icons they do the like i think they do it with the hollywood tower and hollywood studios the tree and the castle don't they
1: Yes, they don't do it every night, but at Epcot, they do it every night. So just be mindful of when they're doing it. We didn't watch the one at Hollywood Studios, but we saw the a little bit of the Animal Kingdom one, and it was really cool.
0: So speaking of Hollywood Studios, should we, should we go over there?
1: Yes. Real quick, I will tell you guys, this was... Besides the Magic Kingdom, the other super crowded park, and I think it's because it has the most thrill rides right now. So it was also the least, like, kid-friendly park these days. We did not see a lot of families. Um, They do have a couple family-friendly things, but this is a park where it's like you're going to be waiting in really long lines. And anybody who had teenagers or adult groups were all at Hollywood Studios at all times, it felt like. The lines were incredibly long for pretty much everything, and because they have very few kid rides, those lines were long as well. Alien Swirling Saucers would be like 30 to 40 minutes, and that should be a five-minute line at best. So be prepared to get the most out of the Genie Plus at that park. Um, Oh, we ate... I know we're not talking dining on this one, but we ate at Woody's Lunchbox for the first time, and we mobile ordered those Pop-Tarts and those tachos. So oh, my gosh. We did it two days in a row because they were that <laughs> good. So <laughs> have you had those yet? Have I, I have
0: not. I have not. We had some egg bowl thing there once. That was mm, it. You
1: missed out. Get. Okay. Because I, I know that you've got a husband who's a vegan or a vegetarian. I can't remember which, but um, try the. The. The impossible tachos. They put like impossible meat instead of regular meat on there. So good.
0: Um, So I have to ask because I want – I've been dying to hear your thoughts on this. Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway.
1: Delightful. Just darling. We loved it. Ray didn't love it as much as Ratatouille. She felt it was a little fast-paced, which kind of surprised us. Uh, I did not find it fast-paced. It's a lot of screen time. So – I know you've done it. I know you and I both desperately miss the original attraction that was there. Um, great
0: movie ride.
1: R.I.P. And I did think of I the know. great movie ride in the middle of the ride thinking, oh, I do kind of miss it. Because this is a lot of screen heavy stuff.
0: I mean, come on. That that scene when you're in Alien and the the alien's head. Turns, oh, my gosh. And like Sigourney yes. Weaver is like standing there off to the side. Ugh.
1: That's like a running joke with my friends and I of just like. Being the animatronic and turning slightly and then moving your head and then turning slightly. Like, (laughs) oh, being Sigourney Weaver animatronic is life. But yeah, I thought it was great. I don't think it's worth paying the lightning lane for it. And you don't have to now, but we did.
0: Oh, yeah, because now it's the fancy ride that you can just book with a lightning lane. So like the... Sort of yes. fancy ride, not the fancy, fancy ride.
1: Yes. Yes, yes. So I don't think it's worth paying the extra price for it. Ryan disagrees. He thought that one was better than Ratatouille. I thought Ratatouille was better than Mickey and Minnie's.
0: Mm. Okay. I can see it. I love the theming. I love the that they kept the Chinese theater from The Great Movie Ride, that you go in and like the effect that happens with the pre-show when suddenly you enter the cartoon world. like that. That is done really well, I think. But-
1: yeah. I to yeah, each their I agree.
0: own. I mean, we did do that when we were there uh October of 2020. We did do that ride twice. We did that once, right at we rope drop the park to do that at the beginning. And then um, which I couldn't really enjoy it the first time because I remember this was back in the days of when you had to get your rise of the resistance boarding pass. And we were like, our, the time was coming up to do it like while we were on the ride. So it was like on the ride refreshing my. My Disney Experience app. So we went back later that day and did it again at night after oh, a lovely dinner. Um, so at Hollywood Studios, what else did you guys, what other rides did you get to do? Did you do much? Did you and Ryan like tag team some stuff so you could go do some things that Ray couldn't quite do yet?
1: Yep, that's exactly what we did. We used Genie Plus to our advantage. Just a hot tip or just a reminder: if you don't know this, single rider essentially does not exist at Disney World. They it's big here at Disneyland, but single rider wasn't going to be an it's option. It's Very for us. California thing. Yeah, I and I get it. The ride lines are shorter here and and um, more tightly packed. But um, so we use Genie Plus essentially as our single rider. So we would get on the app. Uh, We would book like Tower of Terror for both of us. Ryan would go ride it and then we would swap while Ray and I went to go do the Frozen Ever After show or the Cars show and things like that. So it worked out well. That's a good park where you can do a show with a little one while the adult goes – to ride one of the bigger thrill rides. We didn't do Rise of the Resistance. It's exactly the same there as it is here in Disneyland, so we didn't feel a need to do it. But the line was never not a 100 minutes long, so this oh, is bet. one you should absolutely buy, the a la carte lightning lane if you want to do it.
0: So talk to me really quick about the shows. Did So you went and saw Frozen Ever After. I have never gone to see these shows at Magic. No, I take that back. I saw... The Little Mermaid show once, but I've never gone to see the shows at Hollywood studios worth it.
1: You should do it if you've got little kids or you love the movie that it is. Um, They've got yes, they've got Frozen. They've got the Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast is back. It's it's their stage show. I hear it's kind of a little funky because they're they're doing covid protocol at it. But uh, it's normally quite good. And they have a Cars show. Uh, I actually didn't do the Cars one this time. Ryan did it with Ray, and they both said it was really cute. It's like a 10-minute show with animatronics. You went of, and did
0: Rock and Roller Coaster instead, didn't you?
1: I did, and I regret it. I <laughs> sorely regret it. I think I am done. I never need to go on that ride ever again in my life. Um,
0: I love that ride.
1: I can't do the upside downs. And I forgot that you go upside down oh. three times in that. Yeah, ride. it's
0: amazing. Three times. It's amazing. Now, Ooh. again, now picture it with ghost faced everywhere. Like it was supposed to be the scream ride, not the Aerosmith. It'd be great. Um, okay, yeah. should we move over to my favorite park where and I, I figured this would be good to save for last because your your life is now complete. Your hopes and dreams have been fulfilled. You witnessed The epic disaster and hot mess that is Disney Kite Tales.
1: If I found myself on my deathbed today, I would look back on my life with no regrets because I have fulfilled (laughs) everything on my bucket list. Number one being to attend Disney's Kite Tales at Animal Kingdom. Guys, this is, you guys have heard me talk about this. It looks like a disaster and it is a disaster and also it's my (laughs) favorite thing ever. It's like a 10-minute show. They alternate the shows, uh, being either Lion King or The Jungle Book. And they play you three or four songs from each of those movies. They have cast members in the stands. It's like an outdoor stadium seating situation with a little lagoon. And they've got cast members, like, flying little cute kites in the audience. And then on the water, they've got jet skis with cast members, like – flying these balloon-style kites of these characters in the air (laughs) gloriously. And they all look pretty ridiculous because they're blue in kite form. Um, And then they also have a band that's on a barge with, like, steel drums playing the music. And it's just like... I watched this and I'm like, I love this. And also who greenlit this? What Imagineer (laughs) said, let's do this. And who said yes to it? It must have been very inexpensive for them to make this. But the best, the absolute best part of which I could not stop laughing uncontrollably when this happened was at the end of the song, the giant balloon and in my case, it was Baloo and King Louie would go crashing into the stands on the opposite side. And you've got these (laughs) like four or five cast members frantically trying to corral a giant balloon as it deflates in front of the audience and it's just so weird and i loved it i loved it
0: I cannot believe it survived oh. this long. Like, but haven't they been making their It ain't own going nowhere, jokes? baby. Haven't they been making their own jokes about it now? Like, I swear I saw something where they're just like fully owning the fact that these balloons crash into the stands and like it is what it is.
1: Oh, 100%. In fact, the second time it happened with King Louis, they actually put a sound effect when he crashed. It was like a bugging kind of sound. <laughs> and that was even better. <laughs> So,
0: all right. So maybe we will go see that when we're there. Um, so maybe, you, no,
1: definitely. You're gonna I, go see it. Maybe you're gonna bring a margarita with you. You have to go see it. It's so great. It's so great.
0: Okay, all right. I loved it. Right. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, so then you went uh you hit the safari up, which is one of my favorite things.
1: We hit up the safari first thing. I got that early morning Genie Plus pass again at 7 a.m. So there still was no sleeping in on this trip. We just didn't yeah. rope drop. We instead, I woke up early, I made sure to get these, and then I would kind of fall back asleep or have more of a relaxing <laughs> morning. So I recommend getting the safari as your first Genie Plus. We got on – the line was like 70 or 80 minutes long, and we got on in 10 minutes. Um, Okay. Safari was incredible. Ray loved it. After that, we immediately went through the Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is the area where you get on the train and it takes you to a petting zoo. I don't think I'd done that petting zoo in – forever. So that was really, really cute. And then we just walked around and enjoyed our morning until we had um, brunch at Tusker house, which is their character meal location. We can go into this in more detail in another time, but yeah. Overall, wouldn't recommend Tusker House. I was a little disappointed um with how they have it laid out right yeah, now. No, you
0: told us that. You're like, don't bother.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, and then we also bought the lightning lane for flight of passage. And that one I do always recommend. Oh my if you gosh. haven't done it, no spoilers. I don't want to tell you guys what oh. to expect because it's otherworldly. It's just so unique
0: you just buy into it and one of the greatest things we did on the last time we went we had it was like an after hours thing at animal kingdom and we went to it we rode flight of passage like four times in a row because there was no line dana this thing is just you're so lucky cries kurt literally cries every time we do it it's beautiful like it's just yeah it's one of the best things they've come up with
1: agreed that and Rise of the Resistance. They are just so unique in how they are designed. And so, yeah, buy, buy the lighting lane for Flight of This passage. is
0: why I can't wait for like Cosmic Rewind and the Tron light cycle ride at Magic Kingdom when that comes out. Like yeah. this stuff is nuts that they're coming yeah. up with.
1: It's so good.
0: What was your overall favorite moment from the trip?
1: Oh, I have so many favorite moments. I think this was the first time I recognized. I always say there's no bad age to bring a kid. But my daughter, she's five years old, seeing her in the parks and thinking she might not love this trip because she goes disneyland all the time this won't be super new to her but seeing her just be so invested and excited with every turn and having it just be the three of us a little family trip with her at age five was truly magical and she had such a great time it, whether we were at the pool just kind of lounging around or at a restaurant or on a ride she you could see the magic in her eyes and face in every turn so overall i'm going to look back on this trip with such fond memories because it was just the three of us having some really special family memories specifically i think one of my favorite moments was actually the san angel inn at the mexico pavilion Mm. we ate at that restaurant and we were seated right in front where you could watch the boats going by And Ray uh, had little tacos and she just would wave to all of the boats going by and talk about how it felt like she was in Coco, the movie Coco, because that's kind of what it looks like. She just Mm -hmm. loved that. And so I think specifically that restaurant and that moment will always have a soft spot in my heart going forward.
0: Okay, so then on the flip side, what was your big miscalculation, misfire of the trip. Ooh. There has to be one. This is like when you're in a job interview oh, and they're like, yeah. what are you good at? Okay, now, what are you bad what, at? All right, Dana, what was the misfire? What
1: are your weaknesses? Misfire was.
0: Oh gosh, Kite was tails. Just
1: A couple. Mis- no. <laughs> misfire was booking a red eye and not just finding a different airline or airline to go off of because the red eye was really rough for all of us and it put us in a bad mood for basically the rest of that day. Um, The other misfire was not preparing our daughter for the cold weather that we suddenly had, because even (laughs) though we brought clothes, she's used to California weather and did not want to layer up. And so she kind of fought us a lot on that. And so I would say, make sure you prep your kids with whatever the weather situation is going to be. Um, That was kind of our, our two low points of the trip. But they were very low compared to all of our awesome highs.
0: Oh, well, good. Well, look, I you know, I love food and drinks, so I can't wait till we dive into the food and the beverages from your trip, because I got to start making my list of all the snacks and drinks and things we need to get when we get down there. So basically, yes, you need to like you download all the information on me.
1: You got it. I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of um, things that I don't think are worth the price. So we'll talk through um, overrated and underrated food.
0: Ooh, there might be some disagreeing there because the turkey leg is always worth the price. Ugh,
1: must we every time talk every about time the turkey leg? every time
0: until you Ugh. eat one? This is going to happen every single time.
1: No, thank you. What if I become a vegetarian just because of this conversation?
0: We will find... I'm I'm sure beyond. I'm sure Beyond Meats is creating an even more chemically enhanced vegetarian (laughs) turkey (laughs) leg for you.
1: (laughs) I'll eat that. That's what I'll eat. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, Well, good. Adam, thanks for letting me give you this review. I hope this helps everybody listening who has a trip coming up.
0: It has helped us in our planning as we get ready to go. Because I was still super skeptical if we were going to do park hoppers or not. And I'm like... I think we will. I think we'll take advantage of that situation. Um, and remember, yeah. if you want to plan a little trip to the most magical place on earth, the happiest place on earth, the, what do they call Lonnie? The sunniest, beachiest uh, place on earth? The
1: Hawaii one.
0: <laughs> the Hawaii one. Uh, call um, me up. Call Dana.
1: Reach out. I will book it. I'll book it for you. You can find us on jendipod.com yeah. and you can get a free quote right there
0: she's doing some itinerary planning for my sister right now and she's good at it do it i love it she knows all right she knows all right guys it's a weekend next have a good have weekend
1: a, have a great week take oh, care i guess it's everyone. a week for
0: everybody it's our weekend well sorry guys yeah, <laughs> enjoy your weekend. week we're gonna go to the weekend now time travel all right bye
1: <laughs> bye